Hi everyone, welcome to Divine Healing by D. I'm just going to give a short intro to the speaker that I have on. She is amazing and I'm so excited for everyone to hear this episode. Her name is Alicia Munian and she's a healer, psychic medium. And we were connected in a really serendipitous, sweet way. So I'm excited for everyone to hear what she has to say. Hope you enjoy this episode. My name is Alicia Munian, and you are a psychic healer, medium. Uh, anything else that we can add to your beautiful resume, long resume? Um, you could put meditation teacher as well. Meditation teachers. Yeah, we all need meditation at a time like this, don't we? And I'm sure you're super, super, super busy. I'm so glad that you spent the time to come talk to me. And I'm really excited for what you have to say. Thank you so so much. I'm looking forward to it. Great. And I just wanted to introduce you first about and say like what you really wanted to talk about and how I really connected to it, especially. And I think a lot of other women will connect to it because it's something that not a lot of people besides friends will talk about with each other. And a lot of people don't want to go to therapists or healers because They'll just be told, hey, let's move on, right? Yeah. Like, just dump him. Let's be – there's other fish in the sea, all that. And a lot of girls don't want to hear that at all. Mm-hmm. So I want to get your experience on the situation and, like, what exactly we're talking about. Awesome. That's a great place to start. <laughs> So do you want to start with like how you were brought up or how do you think you were drawn to a this certain type of relationship? Oh yeah, sure. So um yeah, sorry, I didn't know if we should start speaking now. <laughs> so hi everyone, my name is Alicia. Thank you so much, Davinda, for that beautiful introduction. I'm so excited to be here and thank you so much for holding this space for a beautiful and helpful I'm I'm so excited to share with you all about my journey of healing more deeply into who I am. And I think on the divine path of healing as women, sometimes we are presented with different situations that lead us deeper on the path to our own healing, which opens us up to our spiritual awakenings. So when I started my spiritual awakening, I was probably around the age of 21. And it really sparked when I was in college and it started off with trying to heal this depression that was in me. And, you know, this happened because of numerous reasons, but, um, I really had this like sense of sadness within me and I realized that there was so much more to life and I wanted to experience something more deeply in my reality and I wanted to heal myself. So one of the things that I did is I started getting into meditation, getting into healing myself. And I wasn't really looking for anybody at the time. You know, I was really focused on myself, really focused on, you know, building myself into becoming the person who I was meant to become. And I was really 
you know, focusing on my own development. And they say that, um, you know, when you meet somebody mm-hmm. that you always meet them around that time when you're not necessarily looking for anyone and right. you're just, you know, in that time in your life where you're just enjoying yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So what happened for me is that, um, you know, after a few years of doing, you know, learning about meditation and spirituality and things like that, um, I had met this person and they completely changed my life. Like the moment that I met them, I remember looking into their eyes Mm -hmm. and feeling a deep soul connection to them. And... I remember, like, that it felt like a tunnel when we were together. Like, that, like, time was just completely irrelevant. Everything that we were talking about, our conversation flowed. And I remember, like, looking into their eyes and feeling this deep sense of remembrance and this deep sense of connection. And honestly, like... I would say that I immediately fell for this person, you know, Mm -hmm. and I really felt like swept off my feet. And this person was also really into spirituality as well. And that just like, you know, was icing on the cake for me. Like I was like, oh, wow, they're into personal development. They're into spiritual development. This is somebody who I can learn and grow with. So I just immediately, you know, sort of fell into that situation. And, um, you know, like I started giving my time and energy to this person because I felt like this was someone that the universe sent to me, you know, like we're all looking for that person, you know, that soulmate, that person, that connection to something beyond ourselves in a way, you know, like, and I was in that space, you know, and I felt like this was in a way like my savior, like the person who I was looking for that would heal me from all that would, you know, love me in every aspect of my being. And that, um, you know, it was just like, this was my Prince Charming, you know, and he was, yeah. yeah. You're not going to be the first and you're not going to be the last girl who ever thought that. Yeah. So (laughs) definitely. And, you know, like, Going into this, it's like something that I realize that so many people share this experience where we meet a guy and especially as women in the spiritual community, Mm -hmm. sometimes like we're looking for signs, we're looking for, you know, things that we can fall back on. And then it's like we, we sort of lose this sense of trust in ourselves and we start to put it in this other person, like this other person is what I was looking for, you know? And then we start to look at like the signs and the synchronicities. Like I remember when I met this person, I just kept seeing the numbers 11, 11 everywhere and like three, three, three. And like, it was literally everywhere. It was like to the point where it was just like everywhere. You had no choice but to believe it. It's like, what else am I going to do? To look at it too. And like, I felt this like connection deepening with this person. And we had so many, much in common and like I just continuously you know fell deeper into this and at the same Mm -hmm. time when I was doing my spiritual research all this stuff about like twin flames came up 
and it was like so many people sharing about their experiences where they had the same exact symptoms of what I was experiencing in terms of like seeing so many synchronicities, seeing their names everywhere, feeling this divine connection, feeling like a past life connection with this person, this soul remembrance. Right. And, you know, falling so quickly, so deeply into it. And it happened so fast and so deeply that, um, you know, I feel like it really just took me in in a lot of ways. And I had no option but to fall, you know, and I feel like that happens to a lot of women in the spiritual community, you know, especially the empaths and healers. Those types of people are just drawn to us and they have no choice but just to use us and try to suck as much energy as they can from us because that's how they can live on. Like that's how they exactly that's how how certain people thrive. And it's almost like an ideal situation for someone who who could like have narcissistic tendencies or something like that first someone who's an empath that that's like also believing that this person is their twin flame because in a twin flame relationship, it's like a noticeable characteristic that, um, you know, many people experience is that there's a runner and a chaser. Yes. So like knowing that some people accept that running and chasing, it could also be like a narcissistic relationship too in that same way because that person instead, like the, the runner could be, you know, that narcissist and the chaser could be that person who has so much love to give. And they're convincing themselves that they're divinely supposed to be with this person. So regardless of the lack of love that they're exactly. receiving, they're going to keep pouring themselves into this person. It's just person like, let's take the abuse. This exactly. It's like, I'm just going to take it and I'm not going to think twice about it. Exactly. Oh, it's terrible. Um, I was just going to, I had a question. Do you think if he, the person wasn't that spiritual that you still would have had such a pull to him? Or do you think that because he was so spiritual, you were, you were thinking to yourself, hey, I'm never going to experience this level of spiritual connection with anybody else and that mm. I need to hold on to it because a lot of men right now, they're kind of lacking that um, desire connection. to be spiritual and yeah. grow. So I found that um, I tend to like, it's an anxiety of mine. Like I say to myself, will I connect to somebody on that spiritual level or should I just accept like, oh, you know, compatibility. Oh, he's attractive. This, that. I don't want people to settle. I want them to know like, Hey, there's going to be someone on the same spiritual level as you. He's going to love the same stuff as you. You're going to enjoy speaking about the same things. Mm -hmm. Have you found that that made like, did you ever think about that at all? So like when I met him, he was definitely one of the first spiritual men that I met. Right. And I feel like it is sort of rare, but it's definitely out there. At the time, I was still new to the spiritual community, right? and I didn't really connect to my soul tribe, so I was really naive ah, in the fact that, like, I literally thought he was one of the only ones, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, this is my person. He loves the universe. He, lo- he understands manifestation. He's into meditation and things like that. 
And like, I immediately, because of those factors and because I didn't experience what else was out there, I literally thought that he would be the only one, you know? Right. Yeah. And no, I totally feel. And because of that limited frame and because I wasn't exposed to that community, um, you know, I really fell into that. And I now who I am is someone who's so deeply interwoven Mm -hmm. into the spiritual community. And I have found so many more men that are on my level spiritually, mentally. And, you know, like I'm not in a relationship right now, but Mm -hmm. I've just, you know, found people that I know that are out there. And I know he's not the only person out there who expresses that energy. But at the time, I literally thought that he was the only one. And this was before I experienced the world. You know, I was, you know, they say young and naive. Literally, that's what I was, I was young and I was naive in the fact that, you know, I thought this was be, this would be the only person that I had a soul connection to. I thought that this was my soulmate. And I thought that, you know, this was our divine connection and that we were meant to meet and everything would work out regardless right. of all the hardships that came towards us. I poured so much of my energy into this and I yeah. really felt like, you know, things would be divinely aligned by the universe, you know? Right. No, I know. But like, this is why we should probably get into the soulmate concept because a lot of people just think we have one and that if one is let go, we're never going to find anyone ever again. And that's not true because we have soulmates from our parents to our siblings, to our friends, to. Yeah, definitely. That's, I think that's such a great concept to touch upon because a lot of people, you know, when they start to get into spirituality Mm -hmm. and just like, you know, by looking at things in the mainstream media, like you see, and it's, there's always this perception that you have one soulmate in your life, but that's not the actual truth. No, it's not. There's this concept that, um, you know, there's this thing called your soul tribe. Yes. So it's like all of these different souls, all of these different people that are sort of like cut from the same cloth as you. Right. And there's different soulmate connections. So you can have a soulmate connection with your sister where you Mm -hmm. just, you know, you're helping each other to grow. And, you know, there's so much of a deep intertwinement of your soul where you feel like, you know, you guys have incarnated together for a reason. And that's like the true definition of a soulmate. It's like souls that are chosen to be here on earth at this time in order Mm -hmm. to grow themselves and become something greater and heal the earth in some sort of way. But, um, you know, in terms of relationships, um, one type of soulmate connection, which I now discovered that this was that experience with that guy that I so deeply fell into was a karmic soulmate connection. And so many people can confuse karmic soulmate connections with your actual lifetime soulmate connection. 
And, you know, the karmic soulmate connection often is instantaneous. Mm -hmm. It is something that like ignites and sparks your soul. It like feels passionate. It feels instantaneous. And you just immediately want to be with this person. You can't explain it. Right. Um, You immediately feel this connection. You have so many things in common. But at the same time, a major sign and indication of a karmic soul connection is the fact that things are not aligning and that, um, you know, there's one person who's consistently putting in the effort and energy while the other person sort of falls back. It's like this unequal energy exchange. Constant tension. Constant tension, constant, you know, uh, you know, it's like these patterns always resurface. Like it's like, your whatever it is that you have to heal always comes to the surface. So it could be things like your negative self image, your confidence, like these, um, you know, themes always cycle to the forefront. So, you know, in recognizing that it's like, then when you're able to consciously be aware of that, it's like seeing like, okay, why has the universe presented me with this relationship? Mm -hmm. And what is it that I need to heal so that I can become the highest version of myself? Yeah. But isn't it usually, they don't usually end up together, right? They if they end up together, it's usually for like creating, making a child or some Mm -hmm. kind of like issue regarding maybe their jobs or like a family issue. They have to to finish the karma. Yeah. They say that karmic work, it's like there's still something that is left undone. Exactly. And, you know, that's the reason why that relationship is, is brought together. And then usually once that karma is resolved, Mm -hmm. those feelings for that person will naturally fall away with the universe. yeah also do you think that most um narcissistic relationships are twin flame connections no i would say the opposite like you know the twin flame relationship you know now understanding what i do and Mm -hmm. after you know learning about karmic soulmate relationships and things like that um, I would say that most narcissistic relationships are actually like, you know, false twin flame. False twin flame. Okay, great. Yeah. And that makes it more difficult to identify what an actual twin flame connection is, you know, mm-hmm. and I would say a twin flame relationship and connection is extremely rare, you know, right? Like, it is two people who have truly divinely ascended their souls together Mm -hmm. where they have released so much karmic death, where they have, you know, truly healed their souls. And like how many people can say that they have truly healed their (laughs) generational trauma who like let go and released and who've truly grown themselves, you know, it's something Mm -hmm. that's not easy, but it's something that, you know, both people have to match that energy level And, um, you know, they say that this is the ultimate divine union that you only experience on your last Last lifetime on this earth, you know? And sometimes our ego, you know, when we're in a place of, you know, becoming a spiritual teacher and we're in this place of spiritually ascending, we Mm -hmm. can even tell ourselves, like, 
oh, like, you know, this is my last lifetime on this earth, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, for some that may be true, but even if, like, you start believing that, sometimes, like, when you're telling yourself that you're trapped in that spiritual ego and you're like, wow, I'm so amazing, like, I could do so many things, you know? But that's, (laughs) like, the second wave, (laughs) you know, that second wave, that kick from the universe where it's like, hey, we gotta, we gotta humble you, we gotta wake you up and, you know, really, truly let you know what is happening right now. And um, I feel like when I started to spiritually ascend, I did have a spiritual ego Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways because I was the only one who I knew that did the things that I did. And like, you know, now that I'm in the community, I've definitely humbled myself more because I've met so many amazing souls, so many amazing people who are also on this path. And I learned that, you know, in thinking that you are done, that Mm -hmm. you limit your growth, you know? I love that. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) No, because sometimes I feel like that also if I'm like around in my community, a lot of, I don't see a lot of healers. Yeah. And the more I branch out, the more I realize, oh my God, I have so much to learn. There's so much to learn. And that's the thing, you know, as somebody who is on this path, there's Mm -hmm. so many different branches of healing, so many different branches of spirituality. And literally it's impossible for one being to know every single facet of healing, every single aspect of philosophy and every single aspect of becoming, you know, like everyone has something to teach us and Mm -hmm. in humbling ourselves and allowing those lessons to be taught, we're truly able to step back and allow ourselves to learn, which is And then we'll appreciate each other more. Like there are things that you can obviously do that I can, and there are probably things I can that you can't. Exactly. It's the beauty of just learning from each other and knowing, hey, there's so much more for me to learn and just really doing things that speak to you. Like if somebody, Mm. if you meet somebody who can, for example, read tarot really, really well, but you're not drawn to it, then yeah. don't learn it. It's exactly. Fine. You know, it's funny. I'm not drawn to tarot cards, but I do angel card readings, which right. are really different, you know? Like mm-hmm. angel card readings are more like messages from your guides. Oh, but wow. everyone's like, oh, why don't you like tarot? Like I literally don't feel called Neither to Neither do I it. at all. And I, I do so all. many different things. And mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like it's more important to take ownership of those things that you do do Absolutely. and that you do feel called to, you know? Like you don't have to go into everything all at the same time you know you just have to choose those bits and pieces of what it is that you specialize in and then run with it you know and just do it the best you can and do it because there's so many different aspects that you could go into and then you know there's uh, there's room for so many people in this field you know because it's like whatever you specialize in Mm -hmm. is going to be your niche and that's you know due, due to your own special and unique journey you know Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. like through through healing ourselves, we're all called to different modalities of healing. Like I've done like psychic energy healing, like psychic mm-hmm. psychic surgery and things like that. Oh, wow. And these like really in-depth forms of like energy healing, it's been profound in my own healing. So like when I do those services with other people, because I have that deeper interaction with them, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm able to heal them more deeply, you know? Amazing. 
Yeah. And I, I feel like probably you the same, you know, having mm-hmm. gone through this, like, you know, relationship with somebody and like going mm-hmm. into your own, um, you know, ways of healing and you right. know, going into your own spirituality. It's yes. like you, you sort of awaken these gifts of healing that are waiting for you. So. You do. You kind of become the person that you're supposed to be that you were fighting in a way. But then somebody or multiple people in other people's cases comes in and they wake you up and they're like, hey, use your gift. You're different and you're going to help a lot of people with it, which I kind of struggled with for a while because Mm. I didn't want to deal with judgment or criticism. Mm. because i'm my own worst critic at the end of the i day. know that's so true <laughs> triple virgo here it's like in oh, my nature wow. yeah so i have it more than most people yeah do. so yeah so i wanted to also just give some advice to women who are dealing with this situation on like karmic relationships how to get mm. out of it yeah what can definitely. we do to avoid it because i kind of wish i heard this kind of advice or like heard this five years ago four years ago whatever (laughs) so what would you tell me five years ago so honestly depending on how far you would be into the relationship is what I would tell you because Mm -hmm. honestly I'm grateful that I went through what I went through regardless of how much it hurt me Mm -hmm. I feel like I definitely drawn it on longer than I needed to like I already yes. learned the lesson and I was still holding on to it and I think in fact it's important that women experience this so they truly know and heal themselves right because right. in pain there is healing yes you know in difficulty it is shaping our souls mm-hmm. so so one of the first things I would say is first you know mm-hmm. know if you're going through a painful situation if you're going through a painful relationship mm-hmm. that there is healing but first of all if you're going through physical abuse right get out right get out now, now. that is unacceptable you Absolutely. are worth more mm-hmm. there are people who will hold you cherish you and build Absolutely. you up so i'm gonna just start off first Good, off the please. bat by saying that and there are so many resources out there so many people willing to speak and you can reach out to either of us if you're yes, going through a situation like that to receive guidance 100%. and assistance But, um, you know, if you're going through a relationship right now Mm -hmm. where you feel like you're constantly draining yourself and giving yourself to another person, like, stop and take a moment to introspect, you know? One of the reasons, like, see why you are staying with this person who literally is draining you, Mm -hmm. you know? Is it that you don't truly feel your worth, like, in thinking that this is your only person you know like if it's if it's that case then you do need to step away and you do need to grow yourselves and establish that deeper connection to who you are yes and um know that the ultimate love is the love within the self yes because so often we trap ourselves in those relationships thinking that those droplets of love that those people give to us to kind of like bait us and keep us in those relationships that it's not worth it. That there's somebody who will reciprocate fully the love that you deserve. And that love is worth waiting for. It is. It's worth growing your soul to match that energy because so many times when we're presented with these karmic relationships, it's 
for us to bring awareness to the fact that we need to more deeply heal ourselves before we're ready for that true divine love and that true divine connection. Right. Because somebody can come in and say that we're beautiful, we're amazing, we're smart, but we won't believe them. Exactly. So it is not until you are ready for that to receive that love that you should be in that relationship, you know, and like it's knowing that when you are meant to be with somebody that Mm -hmm. this will be reciprocal and you never have to bend over backwards for anyone, you know, like you're worth so much and trusting that the universe loves and respects you enough to give you someone who you truly deserve. Right. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So we can just work on raising our vibration and doing more things that make us happy. Do you think that we can only find that kind of love if we're like truly just being ourselves and like finding out our life purpose? Or do you think that women go on to being in great relationships and they still like struggle with like what they want to do? You know, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that amongst my friends, it does come at different times for people. But I think that when you build yourself up and you are the boss babe that you want to be, you know, like you (laughs) are confident in what you have to offer the world, you are confident in your voice, you are confident in your career, that you express this special divine energy that men are truly attracted to, you know? Like, so when you put yourself in that divine space of self-love, of Mm -hmm. being together, of getting your career together, having your own space, being in your own environment and being truly a healed goddess, Mm -hmm. there is something that is so unbeatably divine about that, you know? There is something that will truly draw in that connection. There are times where when people, you know, when they're in that process of growth that they will meet amazing person that will continue to empower them but you know there's something else to be said about a woman who achieves that state of you know status by on her own and then meets her partner you know because I feel like you know you could meet potential partners at different stages of your growth but Mm -hmm. like you know when you're at that highest level of being who you are for the world Mm -hmm. that you're more likely to attract the best partner for yourself in this lifetime when you're at that level of energy 100 percent um yeah it's just we have to go through yeah we have to kiss a lot of frogs before we meet the right person but (laughs) exactly you know and you know it's all part of honoring the journey because every single relationship is a teacher you know and like sometimes like I get clients and they're like Alicia like why did I have to go through this relationship like why did I have to go through this I was so hurt by this situation and Mm -hmm. it's like especially those situations where you feel the hurt and you feel like it was pointless like 
that's it was exactly not pointless. The, it was not pointless. Not like I'm all. telling you right now that there was a purpose. And if you're not seeing the purpose, then you need to sit with it and reflect on it in deeper ways. You know, Or you're just going to meet somebody else who's going to just mimic that and mirror that. And you're going to go through the process over that and over so again true. and exactly. get upset and suffer. And then you and then find the yourself right person, in this yeah. consistent cycle, you know, because yeah. exactly what you're saying is like the universe presents you with the same lesson over and over again until you truly learn it you know Mm -hmm. so in these relationships where you're sort of like you know seeing this pattern or this cycle occurring over and over again it's like knowing that that's literally going to keep happening until you take ownership of yourself and start to recognize your behavior and see how you can shift yourself into a more positive space. Right. Oh, God. And I think right now during Corona and being quarantined, a lot of women were probably just isolating themselves. Well, yeah, we were isolating themselves, but isolating themselves within like their circle and mm. assessing their friendships and relationships. And that I'm is sure, so true. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, maybe I can do without this person because she's been negative. She always talks oh, about that is so why she, there's no guys around. There are plenty of guys around, but why yeah. do you have that mindset or that friend who, um, is not taking her life seriously and is just moping and sad. And, and I think a lot of people are like, Hey, I need to change my circle they're not really helping me become the person I'm supposed to be to attract that the person I want that is so true and I agree like right now especially with you know what has been going on like people have been put in the state of like introspection right falling away what no longer serves them and so in that same breath, right? Yeah. Like when we're recognizing this, like it's so important to, you know, be consciously aware of who you're letting into your circle because those friends that we're giving our energy out to can truly drain you, you oh, know? absolutely. And like even within like, you know, family ties and things like that, it's just like learning about how to limit your energy to places where, you know, like that person is going to bring you down in some ways. It's like having a deeper level of respect and honor for your energy Mm -hmm. and putting yourself towards things that will help you grow and that will help you the most in. Oh, that's so good. I wish I started that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I started that when I was younger but it's okay it took this long for a reason and I was supposed to exactly and you're also like sharing with people for a reason so you're helping so many people through like you know uh sharing this knowledge that you've now attained right I yeah I guess I'm just doing it for everybody else (laughs) exactly um what are some signs for people who are like not familiar if they're like in a um either a twin flame relationship or like a soulmate relationship like how can like what are some signs people can tell they are in these relationships so a twin flame relationship i would say that first to start off that twin flame relationships are extremely rare Rare, you know there's so much information and blogs online about it and Mm -hmm. things like that and like there's sort of like this um you know, idealized 
storybook version of it, you know, that's right. out there where like every girl's like, oh, I'm in a twin frame relationship oh, with this wow. person, you yeah. know. And when you're in that period of like um, the honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. like every relationship almost in a way can feel like that, you know, right. where it's like, you know, everything is good and everything is going well, but like a twin flame relationship goes very deep. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, some of the signs would be seeing synchronicities, 11, 11, 3, 3, 3, like whenever you're thinking thinking about this person and whenever, mm-hmm. um, you know, you guys like message each other and things like that. Uh, one sign is also an instantaneous connection, a feeling of a soul connection. Mm. Um, just a lot of patterns in your life are similar. Like you guys grew up together in a similar way. Um, another sign of a twin flame soulmate connection is that you guys had the potential of like meeting at different pa- points in your life oh where, yes that's yeah. what I wanted to get yeah that's what I wanted to talk about I forgot yeah. <laughs> great so so it's like this like like for example like when mm-hmm. I was like with this person who I believed was my twin flame and this is like another reason why I believed it because we fall, mm-hmm. fell into that we right. both used to go to the same exact place to look at the sunset oh like, wow at, and we were around the same age at that oh, time okay but like where he used to go was like on the other side of this pond and I would always be on the other side wow so that's it intense like, it was like so wild when I when we, he like showed me that you know and that kind of enforced that but like you know like it's also important to notice that there are indications that you know of a false twin flame connection right. or you like fall so deeply in and things like that and the the biggest indication is that person not reciprocating right. your feelings and your energy you know so like you know mm-hmm. there are signs like that and um, a general soulmate connection, you'll, you'll like experience that too with mm-hmm. like, um, you know, just immediately feeling the soul connection to somebody that you feel like you have a lot in common. But I would mm-hmm. say it's like less of that twin flame depth. Mm-hmm. It's like a twin flame feels like you knew that person your entire life and things like that. And a soulmate can just feel like, you know, a, like a divine connection too, but like, I guess on a lesser level to that right do you guys like text each other call each other at the same time things like that like- yeah exactly like you're both thinking about each other at the mm-hmm. same time like you might even send a message at the same time right. oh how's like the passion it's not as the same as twin flames or is it okay? they say that the twin flame passion is like the most ultimate form of love so oh, wow they say that it's something that's indescribable, like white flame hot. Like, that's, like, how it's described as. Wow. But, like, you know, sometimes we're destined to be with our soulmates. And our yes. soulmates also give us a sense of ease in our yes. connection. security. It's, like, there's, like, no anxiety in the yes. relationship. It's, like, just, like, this person is my best friend. And, like, you mm-hmm. guys just, like, feel like you fall into each other in a way. Like, just feel this place of comfort. Right. Oh, that's so with nice. One another. Like, that's going to stand the test of time. Like, that is something yeah, you want to exactly. have children with and go through life's difficult times with because how can you really feel safe and secure with somebody you're always fighting with and then you're just like oh hey let's just get into bed and like solve the situation that's not really exactly it's like that communication you know that is key oh this is such good stuff 
<laughs> I know. I'm so grateful that we're having this conversation because I feel like it's going to help so many women, you know, who, wow. are, who might be going through these relationships who like feel like they met their person and that they need to stay with this person who's not reciprocating that energy. And it's yeah. important to know that, you know, if you're starting off on your spiritual journey and you met somebody that there's still people out there that you'll meet and it's important to know that you know this connection may feel like it's the only one that you'll ever feel but like you're limited in your perception right Right. now that's why you know and I think the moral is if you find yourself in that situation just grow into your spirituality because once you grow into it you're not going to tolerate this kind of behavior and you're going to know I deserve better. And then you're going to attract what you deserve. That's exactly exactly what it is. So don't be afraid of your gifts. If you sense things, see things, accept them. If you don't know where to go, if they're making you sick, which, hey, we've both been in that situation where we've dealt with our, you know, visions, dreams, feelings and we didn't know where to turn and we would make it it would eat us up inside have you you felt like that I definitely have for a while definitely definitely I felt like I had nowhere to go in understanding this thing that I was going through in this relationship because it was something so spiritual and at the time I didn't have a spiritual teacher too So I was really confused, you know, and I was still going through my awakening too. And it was just so many things happening at once. But like, you know, it's, it's good that we're speaking about this. So people know that they have that resource, that there are people out there that they can talk to. And that exactly. (laughs) And that, you know, there's so many people out there who are offering themselves to the world as this container of self love and development and growth. And, you know, people are out there that will help you on your path and you just have to look and you'll find. I love, do you have a service um, for this? Like, situation especially to like cut i i do have karmic cord healing okay good um some people do like karmic cord cutting which i don't actually agree with i i think oh really why yeah because Mm -hmm. cutting a cord is like saying almost like we're not meant to connect. Like mm. I need to cut this person out of my life. Okay. Um, you know, it's like almost like dishonoring that connection wow. and it's almost like removing part of yourself. What I do instead is a karmic cord healing okay. because what in truth you want is to heal that connection, you uh-huh. know, is to send light to that situation so that you can learn the lesson. Ooh. And that in itself is more about honoring what that relationship brought you rather than, um, you know, just saying that I want to cut this person out of my life. I want to cut out away any connection, any growth, any learning from that. Wow. I love that point of view. Like I didn't think about it that way. When I first heard of cord cutting, I was like, wow, that's like a quick fix. Imagine being able to like erase your mind of that person and acting like it never happened. But no, we should. That's like dishonoring the connection, you know, like you experience what you did for a reason. Mm -hmm. And in its own way, it was beautiful. The fact that you were able to experience that love on that level, that soul connection, Mm -hmm. there's so much beauty in that, regardless of the fact if you end up with that person, you know, right? and it's like, 
honestly, it took so much growth for me to feel that way with my past relationship. Like I was in that space at first, you know, when I was healing, like I was like, why did I experience this? I was like really trapped in that. Mm -hmm. But like with honestly two almost three years of growth now, I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful that I experienced that and that he taught me so many lessons that I will carry with me for my entire life. That's amazing. And there is nothing that can take that away, you know? I definitely feel a lot more healed after just speaking to you and doing this. So I really want to thank you. I'm so grateful. Like, I really, really really felt it. Thank you. I really wish I met you years ago, but I, I mean... This is why it always I did it. happens always. at the right time, you know. <laughs> I really think it was like meant to be, and I we know who to thank for this. So <laughs> yeah, and that's so funny. So do you want to share with the yeah, podcast like how we connected? So my dear cousin texted me just this link of a podcast that Alicia was on, and <laughs> she didn't say anything about it. Which I'm like, okay, let me listen to it. I immediately listened, and I no joke fell for you like I have a girl crush on you oh thank you (laughs) I wanted to like give you a hug in the episode I don't know how but I that's how I felt well what's even funnier is that you live on Long Island too so this is totally possible exactly so um I reached out to you and you were like so warm and inviting and sweet and you agreed to this and then you told me that I should really meet your friend who's super spiritual. And I asked, who's your friend? And then you told me my cousin's name. <laughs> and I, and then I was like, and then I was like, wait, how did you meet me? Actually? Like we like all put it together from there. And it's so random that I would suggest like Josephine as like mm-hmm. the person who like, I wanted to connect you with. Like I just felt it. I was like, Oh, she should meet Josephine. And then she was like, Oh, that's my cousin. And yeah. Like, she's one what? of my soul sisters. I mean, I don't that think there's so anyone else in my beautiful. life on like a spiritual level that I connect to as hard as her. Wow. But she's like, wait, how'd you figure that out? I'm like, well, she wanted to introduce me to her friend, my cousin. And she's like, wow, that's funny. That is so funny. Oh, yeah. my God. That's <laughs> Honestly, those connections are synchronicities yes. from the universe. And it's just affirming for you that this is, like, something that you should, um, you know, there's, like, a connection that should Pursue be made. And, and there's, yeah. like, some sort of growth in it. I don't even need that sign. I can just, like, feel it here. I'm like, oh. This is it. It's going to be great. I had a great feeling. And I mean, you just confirmed it. And any last thoughts before we finish up and plug you and have people find you? Yeah, for some I, healing. Just, I just want people to know that, um, you know, whatever you're going through right now, if you're going through a difficult relationship, that, um, you know, that you deserve so much more if you're constantly giving your energy to another person. Mm-hmm. And it's not reciprocal, you know, even if you feel like truly divinely in love with this person, know that this love sometimes is presented to you by the universe to truly teach you so you know take a step back see what lessons it is that you have to learn continue to grow yourself and see you know what it is that you can do in order to become the highest version of yourself because that will truly attract the person that you're meant to be with 
loved all of it. Amen, amen, amen. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So how can people find you, reach out to you? Yeah, so I have a website. Mm -hmm. It's intuitivealicia.com. Or you can follow me on the gram. Oh, yeah. Alicia Munion on Instagram. And um, know that if, like, you know, this resonated with you and you want to get in touch with me, that you can contact me through Instagram DMs at any time. I'm always open, ready, and able to talk. So, you know, I'm very accessible. And for people who are new on their spiritual journey, I have people who come to me for advice all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually offering, like, an intuitive mentorship program right now, too. Tell us about it. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I actually just launched this, but basically I'm doing customized intuitive mentoring programs to Mm -hmm. teach people how to tap more deeply into their intuitive abilities. So it's about really trusting yourself and trusting your connection to the divine. So beautiful. Good um, luck with that. That sounds amazing. I'm sure it's going to be super successful because I don't, I don't think I've seen different programs like that. And I'm sure that if it was more accessible, people would commit to it. Definitely. For sure. And, um, you know, there are programs out there. I'm offering it right now at Mm -hmm. a cheaper rate, um, too, as someone who's, like, you know, opening up to offering my lessons as teaching. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I touch uh, touch upon different aspects of healing oneself, of tapping into your intuitive senses and just growing and developing yourself and connecting to spirit. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope to meet you in person. It was such an honor. Yeah, I would love to meet you in person one time soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This was Divine Healing by D. If you'd like to reach out on Instagram, it's at Divine Healing by D. Thank you and bye.